Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everybody. Today is Saturday, January 28, 2017, and this is The Secret Math of Money. Welcome, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show last week, or two weeks ago, actually, when we did the last episode. And I hope that we are... Wow, it says I'm not calling in. Okay, I'm not going to worry about that. Um, I hope that you enjoyed the, the topics. A um, couple things. If you want to send me a topic for an upcoming show, if you want me to talk about something in, in the future, you can hit me at thesecretmathofmoney at gmail.com, or you can go, and we also got a YouTube channel up, so these videos will be up on YouTube as well, as well as in iTunes as a podcast. Um, so anyway, let's talk about this week's topic is mortgage myths. Um, first of all, I... Let me say this. I am not selling you anything. I am not promoting anything. I just want people to understand how the math works. So I'm not trying to sell you any products or services. I just hope you listen. Take this as entertainment, okay? Uh, hopefully you will have a better understanding of how your mortgage works. That is the intent. That is my goal, okay? So uh, take everything you can say, call this entertainment, or take everything with a grain of salt. So let's talk about mortgages. For most people, the biggest thing you will buy in your life is your mortgage. That's the, the biggest debt you will have is the mortgage for your house. A um, couple of reasons why people get mortgages. I'm not going to go too much into that, but um, basically one of the biggest benefits of a mortgage is that tax write-off. You get to deduct from your income the interest and taxes you pay on your house. Again, consult your accountant for your individual uh, situation. But that's why people get a mortgage. But what gets me is, and I ask this question, how many people out there have actually done an amortization table? And the amortization table is how the bank determines what your payment is. Let me explain to you how this works. You're going to pay for this house for 15 or 30 years or 20 years or whatever your mortgage is. The first payment you make on that house probably 90, 95% of what you pay goes straight to interest, okay? You're paying the bank first. Over that 30 years that you're paying, you're paying the bank first. They're getting their money first, okay? That's the thing. Remember that. The bank is getting their money first, okay? Every month, it slightly shifts a little bit where every payment you make, a little bit more goes toward the interest. I'm sorry, a little bit more goes to the principal and a little less goes toward the interest. But understand, in the first year, an example I'll use is a $200,000 mortgage. Don't get caught up in the numbers too much because I'm not going to try to, you know, this just, just want to give you an idea of, of, of how it works. On a $200,000 mortgage at 4%, your payment is going to be $954 a month. Now, that's just the mortgage. That doesn't include any taxes or escrow or insurance or anything else just the mortgage, in that first year, you are going to pay $11,500, okay? And of that $11,500, I've got my spreadsheet right here. I'm doing it as we speak to show you the numbers. Of that $11,000, $8,000 is interest, okay? So you are paying first year. Now, I'm not saying the bank's ripping you off. I'm not saying anybody's doing anything illegal. I'm just explaining to you how the math works. Okay, so most of your payment is going toward interest. Okay, and the reasons for that, and I'll try to get into a little bit, 
if you refinance, and we'll talk about refinancing later, but if you refinance, say, five, ten years in, the bank gets to pay off, your house gets paid off, and you get a new mortgage, but the bank got their money. Okay, they got a whole lot of money up front. So that's why, you know, you can say the, the, the calculation is front-loaded or whatever. This is just how the calculation is. It, this is not anything um, uh, secretive. This is not anything where they're ripping you off. This is just how the calculation works. Okay, so the first couple of payments, couple of years, 10, 15 years, a big majority of your payments are going toward the interest. You probably won't, on a 30-year on a mortgage, you probably won't, go get to the 50 point, 50% mark until probably around year 13. That's when half your mortgage payment will be going toward the interest and half will be going toward the principal. Now, why do you want to eat down your principal? Your principal is what you borrow. Say if you have a $200,000 mortgage, your principal is $200,000, okay? Um, so every month, you know, the first month you make that $954 payment, $666, not nothing to do with the devil, but $666 of that mortgage payment is going toward interest, and only $288 is going toward principal. Okay, that's just how the math works. Okay, so you've eaten into your, 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 your principal what you owe them by $288. Um, back when, 10 years ago, when the stock market, when we blew up the, the market, there were all kinds of weird mortgages out there. You know when you go for a mortgage, you, most mortgages, you got to show them what you make, what you owe, everything. You got to they crawl up all into your, your underwear and everything, you know. Um, back ten years ago, one of the problems we had was that these people had these, they call them ninja, no job, no 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 income, no job, or something like that, where people were actually getting mortgages without having to verify that they actually had a job. Okay, they were able to write, I make this much money. Okay, we'll go with that, and you based on that. You think we think you get this mortgage? That was part of the reason that everything blew up because people with people could make up what they made. And think about how crazy that is. You know, you go to the bank and say, "I make a million dollars a year." They say, "Okay, we'll loan you a hundred thousand. Here you go. Have a good day, sir." It's not going to happen anymore. At least it shouldn't. If the bank does that or anybody does that, if anybody tells you they'll give you money without you justifying your income, uh, all I will say is just think about that a minute. Why are they doing that? Okay. So anyway, that's how mortgages work. Every month, a part of your payment goes to principal and a part goes to interest. And over the time of the mortgage, that shifts. So that by the time you're in your last few years of your mortgage, most of your payment is going toward your principal. So you're eating down your, your balance. Now, here's one of the myths that we heard, that I heard, and uh, I don't know if other people did hear it, but you know, 15, 20 years ago when I got my first place, they said, you should refinance every, say, five years. After five years, you should refinance because you won't get as big of a write-off as you did the first five years. Now, let's take a step back and think about that a minute. Your goal is to pay off your mortgage. I mean, you think it 30 years down the road, but still, your goal is to eventually pay off your house. Okay, your goal is not to just have a payment forever, at least not mine. What this myth was saying is, because you are paid a whole lot of interest and you're not going to pay as much, much interest in the future, you need to refinance. Now, when you refinance, the mortgage is paid off and you start all over. So you start all over with a whole new interest stream. So say if you're, you got your interest down to, you, you, you got your, your payment down to where, you know, 60 or 50%, no, 70% of your payment is going toward interest 
and 30% is going toward principal. And then you refinance, and all of a sudden, that 70% shoots back up to about 90, and you start all over again paying off, uh, you're paying another bank or some, what are the financial institution you got your mortgage from, okay? The reason, and so, first of all, that doesn't make sense. And I believed it because I didn't do the math. And when I did the math, oh, we're talking about amortization tables. All this math, if you create an amortization table. Now, there's a lot of um, credit or, or calculators, mortgage calculators on the web. There's tons of them out there. You know, just Google it. But when you plug in a number and it tells you what it is. What's happening behind the scenes is there's an amortization table and it's pulling the numbers from there. I would suggest, if you know anything about Excel, if you just know how to open Excel, build your own just for ha-has, just so you can see how the math works. Me preparing for this for this episode, I built my amortization table. I mean, I Googled it, and it's all there. Here's the, here's the formula, boom, boom, and it's, it's really straightforward. But once you see how the numbers work, then you go, oh, okay. So that idea of refinancing after five years didn't make sense. When you look at how the numbers go, yeah, you're paying interest, and the interest is in, a, in an arc. The interest goes down as you pay after mortgage, but it goes down in a smooth arc. It's not that it goes five years, then it drops, okay? Um, one thing we need to talk about, we need to think about, is if you have an adjustable rate mortgage. I'm not going to say whether it's a good or bad. Some people think it's a good, good idea to have an adjustable rate mortgage. Just understand, adjustable rate mortgage has got people in a lot of trouble because basically you have a low rate for five or six or however many years or two years even, and then the rate resets. So your payment might go from, say, $300 a month for the first two years, but then that third or fifth year, whenever it, that rate locks, you might go from $300 to $1,000 a month. I'm not, it's not illegal. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. For some people, they find, you know, they're planning to sell their house in two years or whatever. They say, yeah, I want to go this to get a low rate for what I'm doing. It's your own business. But as, as I keep saying, just understand how the math works. Okay, I'll, I, I will say that over and over. This is money we're talking about, people. And, and, and people do not like talking about money. But money impacts everything we do. But yet people don't want to talk about it, okay? And that is what I think makes a lot of people end up in a situation where they are they don't have as much money as they thought they would have because we're not talking about it. so just again google how to build an amortization table in excel and boom there's a formula stick it in excel even if you don't know excel stick the numbers in and boom there's your table and then you'll see how the numbers work i'm not you know i'm not saying anybody ripping you off and i want to keep saying that because i don't want anybody to get this the impression that i'm here trying to Deep, you know, tell you that the banks are bad. I'm not saying that at all. I just want you to understand the math as they understand the math, so you understand what you're getting into. So anyway, that was the first myth was that refinancing, um, you know, after five years because you're you're you're, you're, you're you want to refinance because you don't have big enough of a write-off. That write-off is nice. Oh, and that's another thing. If you're thinking about the the benefits of renting versus owning. Renting, yeah, you can get up and move after your lease is up. Uh, if you rent, and it's a personal choice, uh, just know that you don't get that write-off. And if you are a first-time homeowner, that's one thing I've talked to people, hey, Jackie, my ninth-grade homeroom, one of the things that I that people are surprised with when they buy their first home is that first year when they get that, that 1089 or whatever the form is they get and put it in for their taxes, 
and they see how much interest they pay, but more importantly, they see what a write-off they get and how it impacts their tax return. You get a ton of money, okay? So if you want to rent for whatever reason, that's your business, but understand that if you do rent versus owning, there is a tax write-off, a tax benefit. And I know people who are paying rent that is within $150 a month of my mortgage, okay? So it's not where you're... You know, your your rent is so much lower than mortgage. Because understand this, if you're renting a house, you're paying somebody else's mortgage. So if I'm renting my house and my mortgage is $1,500, I'm not going to charge you $800 to rent it. I'm going to charge you $1,600, okay? So you're paying my mortgage. So in some respect, you might think that owning a house is cheaper than renting, okay? So anyway, now, so we're talking about this, this um, arbitrary $200,000 mortgage at 4%. Your payment is nine fifty four a month. Here's something. Now, people will get caught up thinking about what interest rate they're paying. I'm only paying 3% or 4% or 5% or whatever, and we get focused on that number. What is our APR, annual percentage rate? I have a new number that I like to look at, which is what I call true interest. And what is true interest? True interest is you borrowed this much you paid this much. I don't care if you paid it over 30 days, 30 weeks, 30 months, or 30 years. You borrowed this much money, you paid this much money. Yep, thank you. If you want to lower your interest rate by 1%, it does have a big impact on your payment a lot of times. You'd be surprised with that 1%. That's what we said. I'll get into reasons to refinance, at least my reasons for refinancing. But what I was saying was true interest. On a 30-year mortgage where your interest, your APR is 3%. You know what your true interest is? It's going to blow your mind. It's 52%. What does that mean? That means over a 30-year period, if you borrow $200,000, you are going to pay about $105,000 in interest. Now, again, it's over 30 years, so you don't really see it. But I'm just saying, what are you paying? You're paying... 52% 52% interest to borrow that money. If you had to pay that mortgage off, if you had to take all those 360 uh, payments and collapse them down into one big payment, you're going to pay 52% for borrowing that money. If you're at 4%, you're going to pay 72%. If you have a 6% mortgage, you're paying your true interest is 116%. Again, it's over 30 years. It's over 30 years. So it's not where you're you know, a loan shark is you're borrowing money on Monday and on Tuesday you got to give them back double and a half. It's over 30 years, and for that reason, we don't think about it. We focus on that APR number, and that's a good number to focus on. I'm not saying that, but that, that number drives everything else. That number drives your payment. That number drives what your total interest eventually is, okay? But just understand your true interest. If you go down to your buddy and borrow 50 bucks, and you say, man, let me borrow 50 bucks. I'll give you back 75 next week. 50% interest rate. That's a 50% interest rate, okay, because you're paying 50% more, or you're more than what you borrow. So just, again, I'm just saying understand how the, what the number is. So for me, now how, how do you reduce that true interest number? It's not really easy, you know, because you had to borrow the money, and it's going to take you a long time to pay that money back most likely. Hit a lot on, then you can pay it back. That's how to reduce that true interest. But just understand the true interest, okay? So, but anyway, on a, so we were talking about five years. 
on a five-year, in five years, if you decide to refinance on a $200,000, 4% mortgage, in five years you will pay $38,000 in interest. Your principal, will, you will still owe $180,000. Now, so you pay $38,000 to the bank for, for borrowing the money, but your amount you owe only dropped down $20,000. So you paid about $58,000, but that's how it was split up. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, again, I just want you to understand how the math. I'm not saying mortgages are bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying understand how the math works. Okay? So, again, that true interest number is what you pay totally. The, the, take the 360 times $954, and you'll come up with a big number. Divide that by the 200000 you originally borrowed, and that is your true interest rate. Okay? Just be aware of that. We, get, we are focused a lot on our society on the APR. What is the interest rate annually? And just understand, that is a rate that's charged on your outstanding balance annually, but that's not your, your true interest. Now, here's a, um, well, let me talk about refinancing first. Okay. Why would you refinance? Um, this is my opinion. These are just my opinions, my four reasons I came up with for refinancing. One is, as the vet said, you, want, you can lower your interest rate. If your your APR is 5% and the banks are offering 3%, you want to refinance, hey, go ahead. Now, there's all kinds of fees that you're going to have to pay in there, and you know sometimes they roll it into your payment. I'm not going to get into that, but I'm just saying, why would you want to refinance? Um, one is to lower your interest rate. Another reason is to take equity. And what's equity? Equity is you got a $200,000 house. You owe, in this example, I said after five years, you owe $180,000. You got $20,000 in equity. That's the difference between 180 and 200. That's your equity. Um, that's what you owe free and clear. So say if you need, you know, mama needs a new pair of shoes or whatever, you want to give it reason that you need some money. One of the things people do is just refinance their house because they built up a lot of equity over the years. Their housing prices have gone up, so they may have a nice chunk of money sitting in that house. So They'll refinance and they'll get take out a loan for that. They'll basically borrow against that equity because the bank says, "Well, you're, you owe 180, but we think your house is now worth 260, so we will loan you 260 thousand dollars and pay off your 180 thousand dollar mortgage, but you'll have 80 thousand dollars in your pocket." Okay, now you know, hey, that's one valid reason. If you have a, you know, if you have a reason, you need that money for whatever. Okay, that's two reasons. Um, you want to reduce your payment, and that goes into getting a lower rate. Um, you might want to go from 30 years to 15 years, you know, pay your mortgage off a little quicker. Um, so those are the four reasons, you know, take equity, reduce your payment, get a lower rate, or reduce your term. Those are just my four reasons. You may have all kinds of other reasons um, that you may want to refinance. We find there's nothing wrong with refinancing. Um, later on, one of, these, one of these shows, we'll talk about the stock market, and we'll talk about, and what happens when you refinance? Because there's a whole lot of math that goes behind that, and there's a whole lot of people investing in you, and it's 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 interesting to me because I'm just a numbers geek like that. But one of the things I'm going to relate a lot of things to the stock market crash of ten years ago because a lot of this stuff feeds into what happened ten years ago, what really happened in the stock market. Okay, hey sis. Um, yeah, if you're looking to buy or sell, hey, get to put commercial in there. Oh, it's all good. 
Um, but anyway, so now here's the thing, a mortgage myth, uh, one, another myth. The first one I said was when people suggest you pay off your mortgage or you refinance after five years, um, hey, fam, ain't no problem, you know, that's what we're here for. Um, one thing we that I was uh, that people told me was that you should um, make one extra mortgage payment a year, and that will cut five years off your mortgage. That is absolutely true. If you make on a regular standard two hundred thousand dollar mortgage, math should work on all of them. But if you make one extra payment a year, you will cut your mortgage from a twenty. Oh, my brother's listening. Hey, okay. If you cut your mortgage, you will cut your mortgage from a twenty to thirty-year mortgage to a twenty-five-year mortgage just by making one extra mortgage payment a year. Now, here's the problem: if your mortgage is fifteen hundred dollars a month, coming up with that money for a lot of people is hard. Okay. Now, how does it work? Well, again, if you do an amortization table, I mean, I got one. If you email me, I'll, I'll send you mine. You know, if you email me at um. It's not copyrighted. I just played around in Excel. Um, my email, the email address is thesecretmathofmoney at gmail dot com. Okay, it's I'm not. It's not proprietary. I just Googled it and found it. So, um, but the thing is, the the math works a certain way. Okay, that's the thing. The math has to work. For a thirty year mortgage, it's expected things to happen. When you make an extra payment, and if you do that, make sure on your 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 mortgage coupon that you send in that you that you notif- make a note on the coupon, additional principal, because they could just apply it to another payment, and you know then you'll be a payment ahead all the time. But the math still works out. If you are trying to make a an additional interest payment, be sure to note it on, note it on there. Because see what happens when you make that additional in- interest payment, the math gets screwed up. To, to to put it nicely, it gets really you know it still works, but all of a sudden. They're expecting you to have a balance of this for them to charge interest. Well, obviously your balance is lower, so your interest is lower, but you're still paying, making the same payment. Now, again, I, I like I said a couple of times, for, them, for many of us, it's hard to make that extra mortgage payment once a year. Here's a suggestion, and it pretty much works out the same way, and it's a lot less painful. Look at your mortgage payment, and... Look at just the mortgage part of it. Forget about the taxes and escrow or PMI, whatever else is in there. The mortgage payment. Take 10% of that. So say if your total payment is $1,500, your mortgage part might be $1,300 or $1,100, whatever. But whatever part that is, take 10% of that and make that payment every month. So in this case, say if you're, give you round numbers, your mortgage is $1,000, but your total payment is $1,500. 10% of $1,000 is $100. So make a payment of $1,600 a month. And just note that this is additional principal. Okay? Make that payment every month. That will have the same result as if you paid once a year. It probably have a little better result because you'll be paying of a payment instead of 100% of a payment over a year. So, again, let me run that through real quick. Whatever your mortgage portion of your total mortgage payment is, take 10% of that, add it to the total, 
and note on your payment coupon additional principal and put that amount. That way they will apply it directly to your principal, have the same effect. Now, yes, you will cut out your mortgage, five years of mortgage, approximately five years, which say, okay, for round numbers, let's say you cut out um, 60 payments, but you're making 25 payments to get that to get that 60 because for the, for the 25 years you have your mortgage, you're making an extra payment. So just be aware that it's not as always as cut and dry and pure and simple as everything else. But that is one way to really cut down on your mortgage. Now, if you do that, how much will you save in dollars? Remember, we're talking about that pure interest, that, that, that real interest. Uh, the true interest rate on a four-year mortgage, if you make all your payments on time, just the payment they tell you to make, you're going to pay about 72% in interest over 30 years. Forget all that 4%. You're going to pay 72% more than you borrowed. If you make that extra payment, whether it be once a year or every month a little bit, that 72% drops to 59%. That's the difference in that 10%. Um, your total will be, I think I did the numbers, it goes from like $140,000 you end up paying over that time period to about 118000 So you save about twenty, a little over $20,000 just by doing an additional payment. Okay? That's how the math works, people. Okay? So instead of going, okay, here's my mortgage. How do you do that? You, you know, we did personal budgeting last week. If you have the space in your budget, add 10% to your mortgage payment. Right there in your budget, and every month pay that. But just be sure to note on your coupon that you return with your mortgage payment. And this would mean um, you probably can't pay it online, so you probably got to pay for a stamp and an envelope. Okay, it's going to eat into your savings a little bit. But note on there that this is additional principal, and that way they'll they'll uh, they'll put the money right on your principal. Okay, so those are two mortgage myths that that I know that I heard of, um, and that's how they work. But I, I, I tell you again, go and Google how, building an amortization table in Excel. It is very, very easy. And I'm all about you understanding how the math works. That's how the math works. Once you understand how the math works, and, you know, there, believe me, I got like every – Everything we talked about, I got like five different tangents I could have gone off on. It was hard to just say I'm talking about this. We're going to talk about credit cards, how those work. The math is kind of similar, okay? It's not rocket science, people. Um, let me rant for a minute. Uh, the financial industry has a vested interest in telling us that these things are hard to do, that the math behind these things is too complex for our simple brains, okay? So we shy away from it. My goal with this show is for you is to demystify, to, 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 to pull back the curtain, and you can see that the, the man behind the curtain isn't the great odds, he's just an old guy. The math behind this stuff is not hard. Sometimes some financial professionals try to make it hard so that you won't try to understand it, but it's not hard, okay? So, so anyway, there was something else I wanted to say, and I can't remember what it was. While I was talking, it came to my mind. I, I apologize. I'll probably remember as soon as I say thank you. But hit me up. Uh, the email address is thesecretmathofmoney at gmail.com. I have a YouTube channel called The Secret Math of Money. Uh, this video will be uploaded. 
uh, just like the last two were, the introduction and the uh, personal budgeting video. Um, I want to say, stress, I am not asking anybody for any money. I am not selling any service. I am not trying to become your financial advisor. I see people out there doing I'm not trying to do that. I'm not qualified. I will say it like that. When we talk about stocks in a couple of a couple of shows, I'm going to break down how I look at stocks. It's crazy, I will admit, compared to what I've read in books. My degrees in accounting and finance. That's it. Okay? I have degrees in those fields. And in those fields I have had to um, learn a lot of things and I feel like I had to go through and learn this stuff I don't want to die and take this knowledge with me then the next person got to sit down and relearn it because it is not rocket science a lot of the stuff is truly not rocket science they make you think it is but it's not okay. <clears throat> so anyway again I thank you everybody tuned in family, friends, all you guys I appreciate it uh, this video will be available on Facebook Live as it is right now uh, it'll be on YouTube, and it should be on iTunes later today or by the end of the weekend as a podcast, okay? Um, so, with that, everybody, again, I thank you for your time. I thank you. Appreciate it. If you got any questions, you need, please let me know if there's something you want to talk about on a future show. Shoot me an email. Hit me on Facebook Live. Say, hey, we want to, I want to know about this. I didn't get into reverse mortgages. <laughs> and yeah, that's another thing. Uh, that was probably what I was thinking about. But basically, you... You sell your house and you don't get, you get your money now, and then when you die, they get it. That's reverse mortgages. So anyway, everybody, have a great day. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.